Hello and welcome to Super Great Kids Stories, wise tales from storytellers around the world, which will make you laugh and sometimes cry. Recommended for ages 5 to 105. I'm Kim and I love stories. Hello Super Great Kids, and how are you? I'm very happy because I've been writing Christmas cards to friends all over the world. I wonder if you have friends who come from another country. This week, we have a story from Japan. And for Owlets, there's a surprise bonus story from Northern Ireland to thank you for supporting us. The storyteller today is Masako Carey, who is from Japan. Japan is a string of islands on the eastern edge of Asia. Its nearest mainland neighbours are the Siberian region of Russia in the north and Korea and China in the south. Japanese folktales often include ogres, like in The Peach Boy, and gods, like the dragon god in this week's story. More facts about Japan in our Owlet Letter for subscribers. Now, just before we introduce you to Masako, I wonder how many countries you can name. To start you off, there's the US, the UK, Canada and Australia. There are 195 countries in total, but if you can think of between 5 and 10, that's a pretty good start. So... While we have a quick word with the grown-ups, see how you do. Ready? Off you go. Hello, super great kids. I'm back. How many countries did you come up with? Did you think of Kenya in Africa? Or Ireland? Or Guyana in the Caribbean? Or Russia, where Baba Yaga comes from? Give yourself a pat on the back if you got more than five and a huge beaming smile from me if you got ten or more. Now, I need your help. Masako, our storyteller, is going to ask you to assist her with this story, which is called Snotty Boy, which means, yes, you've guessed it, he often needs to blow his nose. So, think of a way to make a nose-blowing sound without spraying your family and friends. Ah, that's an idea. Blow a raspberry with your lips instead and you can hold your nose as if you're blowing it. So, that's right. If you go like this. Can you do that? Hold your nose and blow a raspberry. Marvellous. Right, so now we're ready for the story. Can you give a warm welcome to Masako Carey? Hello, super great kids. My name is Masako and I'm from Japan. I'm originally from Tokyo, Japan, but guess where I am living now? I live in Northern Ireland, 
glens of Antrim. It's a beautiful place, and I live in the middle of nowhere with my husband, my boy, girl, dog, cat, and occasional pet lamb because my father-in-law has a sheep farm. And I am a storyteller, telling Japanese stories and stories from the world. And I'm so happy to share my story with you today. Now, the first story I'm going to tell you is Japanese story. And I wonder if you know Japanese stories always start with the word mukashi mukashi. That means like long, long time ago. So will you say it with me and we'll start the story. Mukashi mukashi, long time ago, there was an old man. He lived by himself up in the mountain. His job was to cut wood and sell it to the people in the village. In the morning, he put everything on his back and then he set off. He had to watch where he put his feet because the roots and rocks were coming out. And then he had to go to the rope bridge. Now, this rope bridge was very narrow. But not only that, every step he took, it swayed side to side. It's really high. And then after that, he had to walk some more. The village was quite far away. When he got there, he started. Anyone want wood? But for some reason, he could not sell any wood at all. So at the end of the day, he needed to carry everything on his back. <sighs> and by the time he got to the bridge, the old man was so exhausted, he needed to take a break. <sighs> and then he looked at the side and he noticed there was a mini shrine to the dragon god. And he thought for a moment and he thought, well, I might as well give the wood to the dragon god, Ryujin-sama. At least someone's getting something good. So he went to the middle of the bridge and he dropped all the wood into the water. Now his back was light, but also his heart was light because he felt like he did something good. And then he was going to go back and then suddenly the water started to swirl and it got bigger and bigger and bigger. And a beautiful woman and a boy came out. And the woman said, Thank you for your gift. The dragon god, Ryujin-sama, is very pleased. He would like to give you a reward. This is Snotty Boy. He can make your wish come true. But just one thing, you must feed him shrimp paste every day. And with that, the woman went back into the water, leaving Snotty Boy behind with his green snot coming out from his nose. Oh, the old man picked the little Snotty Boy up without 
having him too close to him because he didn't want to get that green snot on his clothes and went back home. It was old and small and run down. He went in and he looked for a zabuton, which is a square mat to sit on, but his was sat on so many times and so old, it was really thin. But never mind, he found it, he cleaned it, placed it on the rash mat on the floor. He put Snotty Boy on top of it, and then he thought, Oh, I need to get shrimp paste, but I don't have any money. So the old man, he went to Snotty Boy and said, Snotty Boy, Snotty Boy, see, I need to get some money, but I don't have any money. Can you get some money? And then Snotty Boy, he blew his nose three times. <coughs> three times. Um, bing, 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 the money appeared. The old man grabbed the money and he ran to the village and he got this, that, this, that, whatever he wanted and he had a fabulous dinner. The next day, the old man went to Snotty Boy and he said, Ah, oh, Snotty Boy, Snotty Boy, you see this house? It's bit old and small. Do you think you can get me a nice new house? And then Snotty Boy, he blew his nose three times. Now the listeners, you can join me as well, but no real thing coming out, so be careful. So three times ready, one, two, three. <coughs> three times. And ding, 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 the house turned into a gorgeous mansion. The following day, the old man went to Snotty Boy again. And he said, Ah, Snotty Boy, Snotty Boy, you see this house you got me is really nice, but it's a bit too big for me to look after it by myself. Do you think you can get me some servants? Ah, and maybe a chef as well? And Snotty Boy went for three times ready. One, two, three. <coughs> three times. And ding, 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 ding. the servants and a chef appeared. From then on, it was Snotty Boy this, <coughs> Snotty Boy that. And in no time, the old man had everything he needed. And as he got richer, People wanted to be his friend, and he was invited to here and there and everywhere, but no matter how far away he was or how busy he was, he needed to come back home. Do you remember why? Yes, he needed to serve Snotty Boy shrimp paste. So the old man, he tried to have his servants feed the Snotty Boy, but Snotty Boy was not having any of it. So the old man, he came home again and picked up the shrimp paste and he gave him one by one. Hey, Doza, here you go. Eat up. And as he did so, he was thinking to himself, oh, if only I didn't have to do this. He did not like feeding Snotty Boy every day. A few days later, 
the old man, he went to Snotty Boy and said, oh, Snotty Boy, Snotty Boy, you see what you got me here is wonderful. But I got everything I need. I don't need your help anymore. So maybe you can go back to where you came from. Snotty boy looked so sad, but he stood up and he walked out the door. Ba-dum. Oh, thank goodness for that, thought old man. And then next second, the biggest snot sound ever, and Everything went back the way it was. The old man was sitting in his old hut on top of his old subito. <gasps> ah, what have I done? The old man ran outside and he looked for Snotty Boy. Snotty Boy! Snotty Boy! But Snotty Boy was nowhere to be seen. So after all, old man's life didn't change that much. Oshimai. And that was the story of a snotty boy. Oh, thanks very much, Masako, for sharing that fairy tale. And thank you for listening. Lots of folk tales are about a couple who long for a child, but not many have someone who really would rather not have a child. In Japan, a lot of stories have a theme about being happy with what you've got. Now, here's my question. Would you like to have a little boy with a runny nose to have to feed every day? And which do you think that the old man was happier with? the boy and all the riches which he brought with him, or his life back in his old home with no boy to feed. No right or wrong answer, just a question for you and your grown-ups. Now, one of the best things about making this podcast is hearing from you. And lots of you have been fluttering into our nest to join our Owlets Club. So... It's time to say some hellos and thank yous. We begin in sunny Tasmania in Australia, where it's summer at the moment, which is home to Owlet June and her new baby brother, Remy. June is a big fan of Super Great Kids stories and her favourite story so far is how the phoenix got its bright feathers. She and her mum also enjoy listening to the Anansi stories. Welcome to the club, June and Remy. And now over to Chapel Hill in North Carolina in the US. And and thank you to Ezra, who is eight, Kailan, who is six, and Rosie, who is nearly four. Their favourite story is The Ghost of the Bloody Finger. 
And let's go to Valdez in snowy Alaska to say hoo 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 and hello to Owlet Mateo, who is seven, and his brother Tyson, who is six. Mateo's favourite story is The Cow Who Ate the Piper, and Tyson likes the Baba Yaga stories. Both pretty scary, very brave, well done. And Hoo, 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 hoo. Hello and thank you to Jose, who recently turned nine, and his sister Julia, who will be three in January. They live in St. Louis, Missouri in the US, and their parents are from Mexico. So it's perhaps not surprising that Julia particularly likes the story The Bilingual Mouse, since they speak both English and Spanish in their family. Lucky you. How brilliant to be raised speaking not one, but two languages. I wonder if you could speak dog language as well, like the mouse in the story. And hoo 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 and welcome to New Owlet Waylin who is seven. Waylin has just discovered the podcast and sometimes chooses super great kids' stories over playing computer games. Good choice, Waylin. And a happy hoot and hello to Charlotte, who has just turned seven. Charlotte is from Williston in Vermont in the US. She and her sister Imogene are dedicated listeners and love the scary stories best, especially the ghost of the bloody finger. Lovely. I wonder what you thought of the hairy toe story. Did you like that one? And a very big thanks to all of you who are supporting us on Apple and Patreon. If you'd like to support us, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on Patreon, which you can find on our website at supergreatkidsstories.com. A lot of groovy grandparents are now buying a subscription as a story gift for their grandbairns. Thank you. If you subscribe as a full outlet, there are over 30 bonus stories and at least 15 super great scary stories waiting to be enjoyed. If that's the right word to use for scary stories. <laughs> and now, you're all so good at drawing, it is tricky to choose, but here are my pick of pictures for this week. Thanks to nine-year-old Poppy from the Sunshine Coast in Australia. Poppy has put on her imagination hat and created a before and after picture of the hairy toe story. One from the garden where the toe was found all covered in bits of dirt and the other one which has been cooked and is steaming all red and bubbling complete with a filthy nail. Oh my, looking at that has quite put me off my pudding, Poppy. And Hallie has sent us a beautiful picture of the name of the tree story which comes from East Africa. Such a colourful and carefully drawn picture, Hallie. I love the way you've drawn the tortoise who remembered the name of the tree. Can you remember it? Oh, Mumbo Rogunga Gabango tree. I confess I had to go back and listen to it again. 
and Charlie, who is six, has drawn a brilliant picture of how the leopard got his spots, using bright colours and drawing fluffy clouds in the sky. I can see you've listened really well to the story, Charlie, the way that Leopard is looking rather over full just before he leaps across the glowing fire and disaster strikes. A super great drawing. Thank you very much for sharing it. And thanks to all of you who sent in pictures. If you'd like to see them, then go to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash stories. And do send us a picture of Snotty Boy or even of last week's story, Frau Holler, where it's raining diamonds and coins on one side and toads on the other. That's it for this week. If you're an owlet, there's an extra Just Because bonus story from gifted storyteller Liz Weir. Bye for now. Keep telling your stories and singing your songs. And remember to check out our new Mouth Open Story Jump Out t-shirt, which is on our website at supergreatkidsstories.com. This podcast was produced at Wardour Studios in London. Music